Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. On today's show, we're going to be talking with the beautiful Jackie Tyre about her new book, The Corporate Armor. You don't want to miss this. She has so much wisdom and insight. You're going to love it. We'll be right back here on The Christian View. With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, The Christian View. Hi, and welcome to The Christian View. I'm your host, Dr. Trudy, and I just want to thank you all for inviting us into your home, whether you're watching by YouTube or on one of the other networks that we're on, or if you're listening by podcast or radio, this is The Christian View. We take today's hot, challenging topics, and we wait against the Word of God because God does have a view, and I believe His view needs to be heard more now today than ever before. So thank you again for inviting us into your home, and thank you for our audience today. We love you. Thanks for being here. Um, And I have an amazing guest today. Her name is Jackie Tyre, and we've been trying to do this interview for a couple of months. And you know when, when you know when Satan's afraid of something, that he's going to delay, he's going to put roadblocks, and that's what he's done. But we have finally come together for this amazing interview. So thank you, Jackie, for saying yes. Oh, it's an honor to be here with you. And I'm sorry for all the delays, but you know, they happen. They do. And we just have to press through it. Mm-hmm. And you know, God's timing is always perfect. Absolutely. And so, so excited about that. But let me tell our audience a little bit about you. You're the founder and an apostolic leader of CityGate Atlanta, which is an amazing church, um, and you're the, you have a Kairos transformational ministry. Yes, you've also written two other books, plus the one we're going to talk about today, um, and you have been married since 1977. Absolutely. Which I love. Three sons and four grandkids. Yes. Just amazing. And you carry a passion for revival, awakening, and reformation that compels you to want to help train people, equip people, and empower people to become all God created them to be. Absolutely. Most people don't know who they're created to be, Mm -hmm. and so my passion is to help us all get unlocked to be who God created us to be. I think that is so powerful. And that's, that's one of my passions because, you know, the enemy wants us to stay stuck Absolutely. in our, in, in past issues, past failures, trauma, you know, rejection, but God wants to set us free. He does. He, he created us with such an incredible purpose and everything he made about us from how tall we are, the family we were born into, the history we've had, right. all of that. It doesn't take him by surprise. Even the bad things, Mm -hmm. God can take those things as we press into him and turn them around for good so that the devil gets beat instead of the devil beating us. Amen. Amen. And how often do you experience people just getting beat up by the devil. Absolutely. And particularly as you begin to pursue the purposes of God, mm-hmm. like us not being able to get on the show. Right. We tried for three months, I think, and everything would, something would come up. And some of those things were not bad things. Right. right. It were just, they were just delays. But if we focus on the delays, mm-hmm. we often will go, well, I just wasn't supposed to do that. Right. And so we move on. We forget it. Go. In fact, I had something when I was 18. I had a vision of what I was to do in my life. Some things happened within the next year that put me in a tailspin. Right. 
And I just said, well, obviously, that was just my vain imagination. And I walked away from it for 12 years Did you really? until God pulled me back mm-hmm. in and said, I'll restore the years that the locust ate. Amen. Can we talk a little bit about that? So when did you, when did you know that you were being led into the ministry and how did that transform? Well, I actually had an open vision at 18 okay. um, as a Southern Baptist girl. Can you tell us what the open vision kind of looked like? Well, I was in a group. um, I was at a retreat with lots of other young people. It was a college uh, event. And I was sitting in the service, and they called for those who wanted to go into full-time ministry. And I have this thing open up in front of me, and I see myself standing on a platform, right. holding a microphone, and block letters revival dropping over my head. Wow. And so I was a singer at that point. Right. History. And um, within the year, that totally was gone. Okay. And I thought, well, obviously, that was just me wanting to do something. And so I literally walked away. Mm -hmm. And then when I was 30, after having my kids and all kinds of health issues, the Lord said, that was me. Okay. And I want to pull you into it. I want to lead you into it. And he set me on a path. And I had no idea what it was going to look like. But here I am. Many years later, because that was in 1975 when I had that vision. And when did you start the church? City Gates started in 2010. Okay. Um, After some, knowing God had called me to do it, but going through my own mental gyrations, if you will, Mm -hmm. of God, you do know I'm a woman in Atlanta, Right. right? And he goes, well, of course I do. And I said, well, you do know that's not acceptable here, right? He goes, yeah, but I'm bigger than that. And so we walked through this whole journey of learning how to really follow and walk into the calling that was against tradition, Mm -hmm. but not against Bible. Right. Even though, even me saying that, you're probably going to get all kinds of comments. And I apologize for that because it stirs up conflict. But God created us to fulfill his destiny, to fulfill projecting and teaching and leading people into the fullness of who he created us to be out of Psalm 139. Right, right. Absolutely. That he wrote a book about us. Yes. And he he wants us to fulfill that. He does. And the enemy does not. Right. The enemy does not. And so you're equipping people to do just that, to fulfill the destiny that God has on their life. Absolutely. It delights my heart. Mm -hmm. When I see people step out and begin to move in who God created them to be, break out of their fears, break out of their intimidation, Mm -hmm. of their doubts, their unbeliefs, and step into it with a boldness. Amen just thrills me to death. It, it does. And that's what the Lord wants. He wants us to step out of our of our comfort zone, of the unknown, so that we can be all that he wants us to be. We're going to take a break, but we'll be right back. We're going to talk about your book, The Corporate Armor. It's an amazing book. We'll be right back here on The Christian View. Don't go away. Welcome back to The Christian View. We are having a great discussion with Jackie. Thank you so much for being here. Now, you wrote a book. It's called The Corporate Armor. Yes. And I had the privilege of reading it on the airplane. And those of you who follow me know I don't like to fly. But I had the privilege of reading it on the airplane to Colorado a couple of weeks back. So the Lord gave you a vision yes. about this book and why to write it. 
Right. And it's interesting because I got the revelation on a plane, (laughs) flying to Hawaii on an anniversary trip with my husband. Oh, wow. And we had just crossed over onto the Pacific. Right. And I was ready for a nap so that when we landed in the beautiful land of Hawaii, I could be ready to go. Right. And I close my eyes and I hear Holy Spirit say, I want to talk to you about the armor of God. And I'm like, really? (laughs) (laughs) I know about the armor of God. Exactly. And so he says, go read Ephesians 6. So I did. Mm -hmm. And then he said, turn back to Ephesians 4. And I thought, Ephesians 6, Ephesians 4. And as I did, Holy Spirit began to say, Ephesians 4.11 and the fivefold mm-hmm. leadership giftings of Christ right. is the corporate armor. Right. Well, belt of truth, mm-hmm. the apostle. I thought, okay, apostolic leaders lead us in truth. Right. Breastplate of righteousness. What do prophets always do? They point the way mm-hmm. to being righteous. Right, right. Well, by the time I got to the shoes of the preparation of the gospel of peace, I went, evangelist, this is like a no-brainer. Why isn't everybody teaching this? Right. Because what do evangelists do? They take you out. So shoes, treading on serpents and scorpions Mm -hmm. and every evil thing. And then taking up the shield of faith. That's what shepherds do. That's what pastors do. They surround us with the love and the faith. When we're weak, they put their faith around us so that we can be restored. Right. And then another logical one, the helmet of salvation. Mm -hmm. What do teachers do? They lead us into truth. They're leading us into what does the word of God Mm -hmm. say? And so when these five come together as the armor of God over the body of Christ, then we are able to take up the sword of the spirit together Mm -hmm. and advance with the word of God and make great advances. Amen. And it was such a logical revelation I said, God, surely somebody else has written this. Right. So I went on actually about a 10 to 12 year journey of studying to make sure it lined up with the fullness of the word of God, testing it with other leaders that know the word and mm-hmm. know the kingdom better than I do. Right. And looking to see, has somebody else written this? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find it. Right. And the Lord just said, you've got to write it. And I started three or four times and you go, it's not time yet. Right. It's not time yet. But I believe today Mm -hmm. the body of Christ is ready to move forward as the corporate man. Right. Because we all are are members one with another. Mm -hmm. And we haven't really gotten that to the degree we need to. Right. Why do you think that is? I think part of it in in the United States, I'll just speak to that to begin. We're very independent. Mm -hmm. I mean, our Declaration of Independence, which I love and we need and we need to honor that. But it has birthed something in us as our individual walk that is more important than the corporate. And we can't have the corporate without the individual. But without the corporate, the individual isn't going to mm-hmm. flourish either. Because you've got gifts, right. you've got abilities, you've got wisdom and insight that if I'm not connected to you corporately mm-hmm. in, as members of the body, I'm going to be missing something. Right. And then if we're disconnected from the, the leadership that Christ put into the body in Ephesians 4, mm-hmm. this was his order. If we are disconnected from the fullness of that, we're not going to advance. Right. 
And we can see that in our society today. Because it's not being taught in the church. No. It's not. And do you think that's the same reason? Because of independence? Or is it, you know, jealousy, comparison? Is it just lack of knowledge? I think it's a little bit of all of it. Okay. And part of it with not embracing the corporate armor Mm -hmm. is that for the majority of our history... Since um, way back in the days of the Celtic church and the first apostolic church with Christ, after he had ascended, we have negated apostles, prophets. Right. We've only had evangelist pastors and teachers Mm -hmm. and primarily pastors. And many will still to this day dismiss apostles and prophets, but they are foundational. Right. Why do you think people do that? I think it is a misunderstanding. Okay. I think there is some... um, in misunderstanding, I think it's a hierarchical understanding, afraid. Then there's a teaching out there that there were only the 12 apostles. Right. But when you really read the New Testament in fullness, you see there were others. Right. And so you can't, you just logically can't go there, but most do. Right. And it's been a journey for all of us to see God restoring. Mm-hmm. And I believe there's been apostolic leaders throughout time, but there is a push of the Holy Spirit right now to bring the fullness of the fivefold ministry Mm -hmm. together over the fullness of the body so that together we're protected, but we also are empowered and equipped to make a difference in the world and bring the kingdom of God. And you're teaching this at your church, Citygate. And so you've seen some, you've seen some great um, outcomes by teaching, through teaching this. We have. One in particular has to do with an evangelist that was going out and a team. And they were doing some things in the city and they're very involved in the electronic dance music community. So a little bit on the edgy side, they had come out of that community and they were going, and every time they would do these outreaches, they were getting beat up. Mm-hmm. And spiritually. So, or, spiritually mm-hmm. and emotionally, right. financially, every area that could get hit, right. they were getting hit. And so I said, next time you go, let's send, let's send you out. Let's prepare. Right. So we did prayer walks. We did prayer journeys. We anointed them and commissioned them to go. And I'm telling you, the fruit of that trip was mm. amazing. In fact, the festival that they went to shut down Amen. and hasn't come back to the city Amen. and that's a good thing. There is so much power in that. We'll be right back with a little bit more with Jackie and the Corporate Armor. Don't go away here on The Christian View. Welcome back to The Christian View. We are having a great discussion with Jackie and her book called The Corporate Armor. It's amazing. Um, before we went to break, you were telling about a story yes. about how Corporate Armor, you sent people out from your church and how much victory they experienced. So let's let's start from I there. I want to tell one quick story of what they did. They went into a nightclub to do spiritual readings. You know, we, sometimes we go into places to go stealth right. in order to bring the word of the Lord. And so they went into this nightclub to bring spiritual readings and they positioned them right next to a psychic. Right. And so they went in, we had prayed over the nightclub, they were sent in, they got all set up, they had a team mm-hmm. with them. They began uh, releasing readings to their, the people that lined up. And right. the line was long. Inside the nightclub. Inside the nightclub. Well, the psychic next to them, the, her atmosphere was so messed up that right. she packed up and went home. <laughs> You've got to love it. The you power do. of God yes, invading yes, darkness. Yes, absolutely. And... 
He will do that when he has willing vessels. Absolutely. You know, and I like how it's a corporate. You go together. Mm -hmm. You have some people go before you, and then you have, you come behind. Like, Mm -hmm. I just love that. And so, I mean, God is working. Yes. He just needs willing people to go with him. Absolutely. And we can do this anywhere. You can do it on your job. We've seen people go into their workplaces where we've sent them in, teachers who go in and teaching and not going into Bible thump, but to bring the presence of God when they go into the class to ask God, what is the wisdom Mm -hmm. for me to deal with this disruptive child? Right. And so that's how this corporate aspect of the body and the armor works because we're knit together and we are seeing some victories. We do this nationally with Mm -hmm. praying over leaders across the nation Mm -hmm. and we're really beginning to see some some kickback without a doubt, but also some progress with people having favor Mm -hmm. as we come together and are aligned properly under the purposes of heaven and then with each other. You know, you're going to, you're, you're going to get opposition when you're doing the Lord's work. I mean, that's just, that's just going to happen. You know, when you think you sign up to be a Christian and accept Jesus into your heart, you think, oh, everything's going to be, you know, better roses, but that's just when the battle begins. And I like what you said, when, when we know when we have the Holy Spirit in us, would we walk into a room? Guess who walks in with us? That's exactly. I mean, right. the power of the Holy Spirit, and so often we forget, and we need to tap into that. But with the corporate armor, there's hindrances. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the hindrances. Some of the hindrances is our uh, our lack of willingness to submit one to another mm. in the fear of the Lord. Right. Uh, it goes back to some of what we talked about in the earlier segment of our independence. We, we want to do it our way. I mean, mm-hmm. we are the Burger King generation. We want it to do it our right. way. We want it fast. We want the results. We get prophetic words. We want to have it happen immediately. And yet the Lord's saying, you'll find your authority as you submit one to another. Right. Uh, I love the story of the centurion mm-hmm. that Jesus comes to. His, he needs a healing brought into his family. And Jesus said, I'll go with you. And he says, no, you don't need to. Just speak a word. Right, right. Because I'm a man under authority. And I know that if I say to one, they'll go. And if I say to another, they'll do. Yes. And we need to have a greater understanding of that. And I believe the corporate armor and the body of Christ Coming into that place, it's not hierarchy. I know when I talk uh, submission to authority, Mm -hmm. a lot of people think of this pyramidical hierarchical system. Right. It's really not. It really is servanthood. Absolutely. As an apostolic leader, I'm here to undergird support. Apostles and prophets become the foundation to loose and to give a solid, firm foundation for people to pursue destiny. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about what that means to be an apostolic leader. leader. What is that? (laughs) Tell me exactly kind of what that means. It's visionary. Okay. It's uh, a first prophetic word I ever got was wise master builder and honest. I had to go to the Bible and go, God, what does that mean? Right. And it is one that builds a system and a structure not to contain people, but to release people. To release them. That's beautiful. Not to just pull people into the four walls mm-hmm. of the church, but to empower, train, equip, mature, right. empower to to go, out. to go out. And so as an apostolic leader, I'm always looking down the road. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking, where are we going? What is Holy Spirit doing? Working with the other, uh, the 
prophet, the evangelist, the pastors, the teachers. And right. how do we advance so that the community around us really has a picture of who Jesus mm, is? I love that. And one thing I love, too, about that is that you you send people out. You don't, you don't bring people in to keep them. It's like right. you send them out. We, we went to a church in London for a couple of years when we lived there, and their main focus was to create or to help people learn how to worship and then take five or six people out into the different mm-hmm. churches and also teach them how to worship awesome. so the churches that were dead in the UK could come alive. And that's what the body of Christ is. It's not training and equipping to keep people for ourselves. It's training and equipping so they can be right. sent out. And it's helping people come into maturity. Mm-hmm. So long in my own journey in the church, there wasn't a press to become mature. Right. And so seeing people mature, which involves getting healed of emotional traumas, mm-hmm. uh, involves learning who Christ really is and who the, what the kingdom is and who we are in him. Right. And I believe there's an awakening that's happening. We see it like in Asbury. We see it in places across the globe. Mm -hmm. And as we become awakened to the reality of Christ and his love for us, and that he didn't create us just to suffer through life, but to become his ambassadors right. to Absolutely. make him known in the earth. Absolutely. And my favorite scripture is John 10, 10. And, you know, it's the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, Christ, have come that you may have the abundance of life. Yes. And so often people are not living that abundance mm-hmm. life. So let's talk a little bit about destiny and purpose for those listening um, or watching who are just struggling to, to really find their destiny and their purpose. I... You know, this is one of my passions because for my whole life, I had this vision of I wanted to do something. Right. I wanted to do something to glorify God. Mm-hmm. And yet it, it wasn't becoming clear. But I believe that as we press in, the greatest thing I can say to our listeners today is if you want to know who you are in Christ, get a list out of Scripture of who I am in Christ. Mm, that's good. And begin to rehearse those words over yourself. Right. I am made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am created for good works that were fashioned mm-hmm. for me before I was ever formed in my mother's womb. I've been created to right. be a display of his splendor. That will begin to break through some of the mindsets of I can't, I won't, right. I shouldn't, or all the negative things that have been said to us. Right. As you rehearse who God says you are in his word, Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you're open to hearing the assignments he's given you because your calling is eternal. Your assignments may change from season to season. I love that. And we get stuck and he's saying, come on, run with me. Oh, I love that. I love that. God is for you and he has great things for you. We'll be right back with a little bit more here on The Christian View. Don't go away. Welcome back to The Christian View. We've had a great discussion with Jackie Tyre today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning into The Christian View. Know that God loves you. He sees you and he has great things for you. We'll see you next time here on The Christian View. Be blessed.